There you go. Boom. Oh, All right, man. come here, you dingbat. Who's what? Careful, that guy right down there will light you up. Be better careful what you say. I don't care about none of that. Famous last words. I'll be right back. Don't Ain't start. nothing you can say that can hurt my feelings. What is this? We're outsourcing now? Right. I got all this knowledge. I got it up here, and I want to give it to you. Is it better to be loved or feared? There are two kinds of pain in this world. Pain that hurts. Pain that alters. Those guys are right about you. Your money. That's how Dad did it. That's how America does it. And it's worked out pretty well so far. Yo, yo, get the fuck I'm off that, that punk shit. smooth that shit, man. Get with that punk <gasps> shit, man. You know how we do it. I I hate you. I hate you. I don't even know you. And I hate your guts. Woo! Disturbing. Oh, you're a smooth talker. You are. You are. It's pretty. It's so pretty. <laughs> what would you little maniacs like to do first? Yeah. What's going on, guys? Nada. What's going on with you? Civilian life? Yeah, right? Yeah, civilian life is amazing besides living with... <sighs> yeah, how long is that going to last? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, now you know how Renee feels. <laughs> now you have an idea uh, of the I'll, torture I'll... that that poor woman goes through. I would tell sleeping, my dad that. <laughs> sleeping next to that undersized gorilla next to you. Don't, you don't tell him anything. It's just like, wait for him to do the Yeah, the let him do the, the edits. And he'll, yeah. he'll discover these little nuggets. Okay. All right, all right. <laughs> or if he it, they sneak their way through. It'll be a Thanksgiving <laughs> surprise for him. <laughs> Oh man. He's earned it. Where do you go to? Why do you run away? Oh, I don't know. Did he see something shiny? I don't know where he was probably bothering my mother. Probably making some waffles. Or know. begging for some waffles. I swear if he comes back with a plate of waffles. I wouldn't be surprised. You know he was talking about the other day shaving his entire beard off. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right, time's up. <laughs> We were just having a crazy conversation no, about this you. one fucking guy's playing a video game, and the other one's like, get this guy the fuck out of here. So come you on, see, all you right. see the way he talks? Good time, good time. You see the Look way that. he, he talks? rips it right off all his right. head. They appreciate it. We've got audio documentation and video of uh, child abuse. Yep. Child neglect. <sighs> you're going sh to shave your beard off? I had said it jokingly, man. <laughs> but, you know, never in my life have I shaved any of this stuff off. If I did, it would be like a totally different person. It would be pretty scary, yeah. you know, especially the people that know me on the regular. So and mm -hmm. sometimes I say if we were to move away from the state, I would do it just boom. But Renee says she would leave me. So, yeah, I, I'll do mine like once a year and then I, and then I immediately grow it right back. How many does that? How many? How many? I'm going to leave you if you do this. Are you on the list now for? <laughs> There's not too many. I mean, to be honest with you, we got a pretty good thing going on. It's a scary thing. I remember one time when I was a shorty, my pops did that. I, I'm pretty sure I told you that story on episode 87. But, you know, I had a whole bunch of people over my house. And my father, he had the whole mustache thing all the time. And then he came home one day from work, had all my people there. And we were goofing off, doing whatever, hanging out in the garage. It was probably like 10 o'clock at night, which is real late for back in the days. It was on mm -hmm. a weeknight. And uh, he went inside you know, whatever disappeared and he shaved all the stuff off. And then he, we were all in the garage, you know, doing our thing, garage door closed, but he went out front, snuck up to the windows that you could see into it. And mm -hmm. he scared the shit out of us. Cause this man came up, looked like a fucking crazy, you know, burglar type shit, scared the shit out of us. We ran inside like, Oh my God, 
so-and-so is out there, blah, blah, blah. And then that man was inside the house and it freaked us out even more. And he ran around and chased us. But anyways, PTSD. It was a terrible thing. So you look like an idiot every time you do it. And so would I. <laughs> so I'm not going to. Oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, anyways. My wife has said the same thing, you know, when she was born. I mean, her dad's always had a beard, mm-hmm. big, white, fluffy beard. And then what? Her entire life, she's always seen it. And so, she, you know, he shaves it off one day and she came out, you know, saw him and it's just terrifying. cried. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> terrifying. I've seen those videos of like the little toddlers or the little babies yeah. that are, you know, with their pops and they got the whole beard and doing the little cute things. Then they leave mm-hmm. and go shave and then reunite with the baby like have like a, a blanket on their head and they pull it off and the kid sees it and starts mm-hmm. falling and scared as fuck oh my dad never had a goatee until later on in life like he was always he never had a beard or anything when i was growing up he always had he was always clean shaven and then when he got older he started doing a goatee our one listener <laughs> <laughs> our, our, our most loyal listener yo i gotta say that was a pretty freaking awesome uh gift Tom has become Batman yep. and a little collectible. That's a pretty little cool little gig that those people got that did that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's I not mean, a bad I, little I've, job. Yeah, I've seen a couple of different things that, but they didn't really resemble, you know, the good. But this one, since we know you, I thought that was a pretty spot on. I liked it. Yeah. Have you seen? One, have you one. seen the? There, Hasbro has an app called the Hasbro Pulse, mm-hmm. and you can go on there and actually customize your own face on. Um, I think it's Marvel. Star Wars, G.I. Joe. There might be another one. But not um, Batman. They, no, they don't I don't know if they have DC. I don't think they do. Um but so they're like you can go in like put your body your head on like snake eyes, uh, all the different G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Luke Skywalker and shit. That doesn't make any sense. How do you get head on snake eyes? Well you take the app well you don't have a helmet on, but you take the app and you scan your head, turn it sideways and all that, and mm-hmm. it puts it in there. And then you can it loads it all up and it gives you like a preview. And like I did it, my wife's like, that's really creepy. It looks just like me. I, I was fifty bucks to do it. And I'm like, man, that's that's deep for a little a little six inch action figure. You could make your own little statues technically with your uh, little digital printer dealie. You know, yeah, mean? it's it's right? not just for making thing. costumes of superheroes that you're which not. was done exceptionally well, but like it was. You could technically do things like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as long as I could, if I could get a 3D scan of my face mm-hmm. into an STL file, yeah, I could print that. Shit, you should oh. have the technology right there. I could just uh, put two dots and a mouth on my thumb, and it would look the same as your head. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the beard. Yeah, there. Well, I'll just grab a little from somewhere <laughs> and staple <laughs> it down. It'd be fine. Make it a pain in the ass, man. So, like, I had this my Galaxy Watch. Yeah. I woke up yesterday, took it off the charger, put it on, and I went to go check the time one day, and I was like, oh, man, I guess, you know, I must have knocked it off the charger, and it didn't charge, so I just wore it all day, and then I went back to bed, took my shower, I put it on there, took my shower, come out, and I thought it would just check me and turn it on just to see, wouldn't turn on, and I'm, ho- I'm like, all right, let me hold the power button down, hold it down for like 15 seconds, 20, 30 seconds, the other one, both of them, would not turn on, so I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck. So then I did a Google search, and apparently the latest patch that they put out to security fixes can brick certain devices, and mine was one of them. That sucks. <laughs> Will it be replaced? I'm sure if you send right. any. Yeah. So I, I got on. I got on the phone with them this morning, and it was weird. All the tech support was like through the text messaging. Mm-hmm. That you go to the you go to the the website, you put in a request, you put your phone number in, and then they send you a text. 
and you just talk through your phone. Yeah, it's like, okay, weird. that's cool. So they're going to send me a new one, and because of my troubles, they're going to send me an extra band for free. Wow. Okay. Hope, hope it's not. <laughs> yeah. Hope it's not Def Leppard. <laughs> that'd be awesome because they only make they only make armbands in sets of two and since <laughs> f leopard's drummer only has one arm they always have an extra armband <laughs> to give away <laughs> that's what it is uh, i thought of that all by well, myself proud of you thank you thank you so i received some backlash last week on that taylor swift thing that we were talking about did you after i had made those statements about how glad i am about that, like kids are not gonna get their Taylor Swift tickets, and okay, so look, then let's do a quick little recap because I remember last episode, to the best of mm -hmm. my knowledge, we talked about the ridiculous prices and the mm -hmm. Ticketmaster kerfuffle where they had to sign up with Capital One. It's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Anyway, that you came down to is bullshit. Me, I was more shocked that someone would pay fifteen thousand dollars for fucking tickets to yeah. see an artist. You know what I mean? It's Fucking crazy. But that's it. That's all I know. Mm -hmm. Since then, which is exactly one week later, I know mm -hmm. nothing else of this. Was was Taylor Swift getting on the news and being like, I can't believe this for my fans. I've I told Ticketmaster that it was going to be all this stuff and they assured me it was going to be fine. But anyway, the tickets are all sold out. If you didn't get them, then you got to go to a scalper, that kind of deal. Is this I one venue or is there a tour? It's a tour. But like here, so, here in uh, here in Sarasota, she's coming to Raymond James where the Bucks play, and she's doing three nights in a row at Raymond James, and all three shows sold out like that day. Right. So it's it, and it's the majority of it. I won't be the least bit surprised. Is scalpers like you know? I mean that makes total sense. You were allowed to buy like six tickets at a time. So people were probably fucking hitting that up and they're going to sell them for a bunch of money. And you know, like anything nowadays, the scalpers fucking jump at it. Sure. So like I I'm a noob at this. I haven't been to a concert in probably like a decade, no less uh, sporting events and stuff like that, but isn't scalping illegal? Like, can't you get in trouble for doing that shit? If it's like a certain percentage over the, the face value or something. I mean, I guess like out in front of a, a, a venue. venue, yes, but like online is provided such anonymity for people that okay, you know, like it's it's not a big deal for them to sit there and do that. And gotcha. um, so anyway, so all these people like the next day on Facebook, all these moms that I know and stuff like that are like, the stupid scalpers ruined it. Like Christmas is blah blah blah. You know, like it's ruined now. It's all their fault. Yada yada yada. And I said on the podcast last week about how happy I was that all these kids are disappointed and I'm glad that their Christmas got ruined. Yep. And then me, me being the asshole that I am went and made a post about that on Facebook and also left it there. And there was a lot of people that were just like, that's horrible. I can't believe that you would wish that upon a kid, like not being able to get their, their holiday or whatever, or their, their big gift for Christmas, like yada, yada. I mean, I get it to an extent, but at the same time, like this shit is so like, how did you not know that this was going to be a thing? I mean, Jesus, how many years ago 
Amiibos. Remember when you were working at GameStop? Remember the huge thing over friggin' Amiibos? Like little $10 figures that once scalpers yeah, figured I, out. I really don't was, think you can compare Amiibos to Taylor Swift. I mean, no, but what I'm, I'm saying is you're surprised that scalpers are going to sit there and jump all over sure. anything yeah, that comes at, out. At this, at this point, point, with anything, when there's an opportunity to make money, nothing yeah. should be surprising to anybody. Yeah, you fell asleep, you snooze, you lose. You know, yeah. step your game up for next door. And again, I totally think you bring back the fucking sit in line outside of a ticket yep. master and you, you want it, you sit there and you camp out for that shit. You there's should. no there's no best buy now on Black Friday where you get in line digitally or whatever the hell it is and you have yep. the order and you go pick it up. No, you bring back the fucking uh roman gladiator days of black friday shopping you bring that back into ticket sales i think artists should work with their hometown like mom and pop record shops and those type of things and exclusively sell it through there so those guys get fucking a piece of the uh pie and there are no record shops anymore i mean there are it's few and far between you know the the whole music industry as a whole and how these guys get paid and the ridiculous amount of prices they do. But it, it's just, it, it's just interesting to me that these people are sitting there going, I can't believe this happened. Like yeah, really? Surprise. You're shocked. Surprise. Like, imagine if like there was like a really popular artist, I'll just say Taylor Swift. And let's just say she's from, I don't, I don't know, somewhere in Tennessee, uh, some Knoxville. Town. Let's say Knoxville. No, just, well, that's a big. That's a big area. I'm trying to think of something like a smaller town, like a. All right, dating your cousin. Dating your cousin in Tennessee, and so like imagine <laughs> if, when she was a kid. You know, she really liked this one record shop. Could you see her pulling some strings and saying, "I want my album to be only sold on vinyl in the store." That's what I'm like, saying. Like digital, digital, digital everywhere else, but the artist says, "I want this one store." When I was a kid, yeah. If anybody wants the vinyl, they have to go here to get it yeah. and see the line that that creates for that store. That'd be some cool shit to see. That would be the type of the uh, buzz that I would want to hear, and that's justifiable going back to those days that, Tom, you're talking about with the lines mm -hmm. and stuff that these artists should create. I mean, hey, if I'm paying $15,000 for tickets, you know, I'm hoping that it's the freaking bomb and that I'm standing in the same, you know, breathable air space with this artist. Finding out what she smells like, yes, as something. you guys would say it. There you go. But no, it, it was just interesting to me that like all these people commented on it of just like, oh, I can't, you know, Christmas is ruined. Like, it's just, I don't know. To me, that's great. I don't think fucking kids, teenagers, young adults have had to have their hopes and dreams crushed enough to be disappointed mm -hmm. to build some sort of fucking character. So if you're upset that you couldn't go to this concert... Because you snoozed and you lost? Well, it's not even necessarily you snoozed and you lost. It was their website couldn't handle the traffic. And, like, people were in queues for hours upon hours and shit. And then they... Then don't, oh, like, support, the your artist. Then don't yeah. support your artist. I don't know. Do you guys not... Like, where were they a couple of years ago when the PlayStation and the Xbox were coming out and the shit you had to do to get those? You know? Like, it's the know. same It's the I same thing. Taylor's kind of bigger than an Xbox, I'm thinking. I don't know. I think so. Yeah, I feel yeah, like I, I feel like an Xbox brings more to the table. I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I think that the brand of Xbox versus the brand of Taylor Swift, I, I, worldwide, worldwide. Come on, Taylor Swift has got to be bigger than Xbox. 
No. 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 There's a bunch well, of countries that probably don't even want to acknowledge that she exists, so, but they still play video games. So how would you measure that? Would it be uh, net worth or would it be units say... sold versus like console sold or like how could we measure that? Because th that's a good argument. The start of their the start of their career to now money made versus the start of Xbox, this first console, to the money they've made. There's no way Taylor Swift adjusted for inflation. There's no way Taylor Swift has made more money and is more popular than Xbox. Huh. Interesting. I mean, you think about it. These like Call of Duty, for instance, made over a billion dollars. The newest no, one over no, a but billion that, dollars. No, that's Call of Duty. That's Call of Duty money, and that's the it's game now Microsoft. Itself. No, no, we're talking about like the Xbox, the Microsoft itself. Like, here's the gaming platform. You know, Xbox uh, Live, I bet. I mean, is so Xbox solid. Live that yeah. would count towards it because that mm -hmm. is Microsoft. That is that Game console. Pass. You've Game got Pass. console mm -hmm. sales. You've got Halo. Come on. <laughs> Sounds to me like we need to do a little bit of research this week and and we'll get back to everybody to be continued. On it. To yeah. be continued. <laughs> yep. But I just find it interesting. I don't know. It cracks me up. Um, well, you know, you having people upset with you about something that you said. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah, that never happens. Let me tell Is you. Is this your first time meeting Tom? Come on. Yeah. He's very shy and not very opinionated at all. So it's going to help you build character. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The kids learn about disappointment. Yeah. And then I, I wanted to fire back and just be like, I know a young Latino that was on a dock one day. And his <laughs> father came out with a bucket of crabs. <laughs> you want to talk you know, about pain? You don't know. <laughs> Look at Jason. <laughs> so we're like a what i think we've i think we've all had our, our our bouts with disappointments when you wait for something but like i also sometimes think that like in the end when you do yeah, get it virginity we're not having this conversation but like you know i think the story and the the experience sometimes ends up being better when you have to wait if I just went to the store when the when the PlayStation came out, bought it, picked it up, went home, and just played it, I'd be like, "Yeah, I had a PlayStation." When I can say, "Oh, back in high, you know, back in college, in whatever what year that was, two thousand, I think it was two thousand, something right on that, sitting in line, waiting outside of you know the, the 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 Best Buys and all that shit," and it creates this sort of like experience that you had building up for that. So, like, you know, let's say a kid doesn't get this ticket to the first time. He tries the second time, boom, he gets in. The anticipation. It, it, it could, yeah. you know, try to well, look, how, look how great mine was a couple of days before Christmas, and I went to Walmart, and there was a game. I had just gotten my Christmas bonus. This is the year that the GameCube came out. I had just gotten my Christmas bonus, and I was... I just said, I'm going to stop by Walmart on my way home, and I stopped by, and they had one GameCube left. And I, I've already told this story on here before about yes. how, yeah, about how that little kid was like, oh, GameCube, I want the GameCube. Hey, there's, there's your history right there, yeah, folks. And Tom I was like, hell no, give me that shit. Give me a controller, give me a memory card, and give me Rogue Squadron. That like that's an awesome experience. Turning to the kid and smiling. Hell yeah. <laughs> and just looking at him. You look like, at him and you say, you know what? Be an adult rocks. Yeah, get a job, <laughs> you punk. Santa ain't bringing you shit, bitch. <laughs> build character out of a little disappointment. Speaking of building character, that that Pepsi documentary, I finished it last night. Okay, I want to watch it. So don't don't spoil the the, the ending of. Like, I won't. I won't tell you jet. the ending, but it was a very interesting thing. I saw that. 
it, it, yeah, the trailer I did see. I didn't know anything about it. My first, no, I didn't either. No, my first insight to this was in the chat that uh, me and Tom have with the Facebook Raiders, and mm -hmm. Tom had said, "I'm watching." I think it's called Pepsi. Where's, where's my, my jet? jet? Pepsi. Where's my jet? Where's my jet? <laughs> Pretty cool, or something like that. And then yeah. someone else turns around and comes in and says, "Yeah, that's awesome." And says the end result of it. And he was wrong, by the way. Which, okay, cool. But you know, yeah. it was a spoiler. It was a total yeah. spoiler. So I went from at that point, looked and watched it, the trailer itself. And mm -hmm. what a fucking interesting story. I remember when this commercial aired, you know, and as a kid or young adult for me, it was kind of like, ah, you know, another stupid contest by a billion dollar company. No one ever yeah. wins that type of uh -huh. shit. But then it looked like there was death threats and people being, you know, shaken down and all sorts See, of it was like funny. To, it was funny to me because when we started watching it, Eric was like, oh, yeah, I got like a T-shirt. She has two duffel bags that are in our closet right now from that. Really? From the Pepsi points and shit like that from back in the day. Like, I remember it being a thing, but like in my household and it cost my dad his lungs. He had the Marlboro Miles oh, oh. where you took the, you took the cigarette packs and you took mm -hmm. the little things off of there and you could get like a pool table. You could get a backpack. You could get sweatshirts and all that shit. So I remember that. But the Pepsi stuff, I don't remember being that big of a deal. Yeah, I, don't remember, I don't remember the Pepsi thing. The big thing I remember from Pepsi was like the the. The blind taste challenge. I remember that being big. They do that during the entire documentary. Everybody has to do that challenge. Well, I don't know. But like the, I don't. I had the Coke points. I remember doing that. I actually that was more recent because like they were giving away like or you could send points. And it was so easy to get, and you get like a Shutterfly would do those printed books, mm -hmm. and so I'd like have all my photography shoved in these books. And I, I must have done four of them, and I got them all for free. Well, the thing, and I went back to do it again, and it's like, oh, we no longer offer that. I'm like, shit. <laughs> I don't remember these being big things. I'm just saying I, I remember when this commercial aired and stuff like that. I, yeah, I, I remember the commercial too. The points. I, I didn't even know if people like did that type of shit. No less I than you ever see like the winner on TV of a contest saying like. It you wasn't know, even a contest though. It was like literally you drank Pepsi, you cut the little tab off, and then you would send in 180, you know, points or whatever, or like little ticket like little ticket things off of the pepsi thing and they'd send you like a hat or they'd send you a yeah. t-shirt it wasn't even a okay. contest like that okay. it was just but the in the fine print it also said if you can go ahead or no purchase necessary you can mail into us for 15 cents a point like you could buy the points like let's say you wanted to get the hat that was 180 sure sure uh, sure points. And these guys found the legal loophole to be able to go in and buy X amount of points in order to buy a $34 million jet. Is that how much the jet was? $34 million? Um, yes. The, the, the MSRP or whatever it was, was $34 million. The government. Yeah, yeah the <laughs> government. And Again, you're allowed to own really one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And again, don't ruin it for us. But the, yes. the basis of the contest was if you collected, I think, 750,000 points, seven, seven, seven million. million. Oh, seven, seven million, million points. points. Yes. 
and turn it into Pepsi by X amount of time, you could win yourself a Harrier jet, right? Yep. A Harrier? A Harrier yeah. jet, yep. Yeah, which is incredible. <laughs> it really is. Could you guys imagine having a fucking Harrier in your backyard? Well, that was it, yeah. I mean, the, to it? the guy had plans for it and whatnot of what he was going to do, and, like, he just saw this commercial, and he was a guy who, you know, he was around a whole bunch of other people that had a ton of money, and he was like... You know, they got all their money from investing and all this kind of shit. And he was just like, what if I found a way for like for me to be able to become a millionaire if I go and do this and that? And it's it you want to root for the guy. But at the same time, you're just kind of like you slimy little fuck. Like he's the mm -hmm. type of person that would get rear ended and like sue the shit out of the person who hit him, you know, like, I mean, he come kinda... on, but wouldn't you sue, I mean, at this point, like if someone rear-ended you, someone did some stupid shit to you and you know, you could get away with a lawsuit. Wouldn't you sue? Cause I'd sue the fuck out of somebody, you know, in a, in a heartbeat. I would love to, like, I look I forward mean... to that part of my life where I can sue the fuck out of somebody, <laughs> you know, legitly and win some money. Like sometimes in this year alone, there's been two different times where I've almost gotten to a car accident and unfortunately, mm -hmm. the car that I would have hit was a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping it's like a Tesla or fucking a fancy like BMW or something. I've seen two cars recently from a car manufacturer I've never heard of. And they mm -hmm. looked like some space age shit. Hit me with that car and I'm going to sue yeah. the fuck out of you. <laughs> I mean, I get what you're saying, but it, at the same time, you can't help but like think of, oh, he's looking, you know. Like Pepsi said, there's all these people in this entire fucking world, and this one guy is just like, wait a second, I can find a way to like exploit this and whatnot. And it, I, I don't. But at the same time, they put in their commercial seven million points Harrier jet. Yeah, yep. right. Yeah. They did. You yep. did it. Yep, yeah. you did it. You you can't say, look at this guy, what an asshole, when you basically said, hey. Nobody will get this. That's a taunt to someone. Yeah. And he, An he took it up on it. He took <laughs> it up and they're responsible. Yeah. You're a multi But anyway, it's worth, it's worth checking out. After you guys see it, we can talk about it. Okay. But it, it was really fascinating. I thought. How many episodes is it? Four. And they're Four, just like okay, an hour long, bad. 40 minutes long. I would love to know. I'd love to know who in the accounting department's got to go. Okay. So. We need to write off $34 million because of you know who's mistake. <laughs> like, yeah. No, no, no. They discuss it. The, yeah. All the ad okay. people, okay. There was a lot of all like those people that I can't wait. Yeah, the ad company that like that set it up was there. The legal people from Pepsi are, the, are in the documentary. Like they're all there. I can just tell you, having again, I work for a, a CPG company, which stands for Consumer Product Goods. I, I've been in meetings. Not to this degree, but like when shit happens and we have to get legal involved and I've got to change stuff on packaging and stuff like that. And and so like I can only imagine the when they caught wind of this, <laughs> the shit storm that must have gone down. Yeah, yeah. because you know, the documentary is building up to him getting the points for Pepsi. And think about it. They're just going about their day. And all of a sudden someone sends in seven million points. And it's like, I want my jet. Yep. And they got to turn around and be like, wait, what the Fuck? You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> I can't wait. I've got to watch this. So yeah. th this continues uh, uh, a series, uh, a trend for Netflix with just having some really cool documentaries. So far, we've talked the cocaine about cowboys the cocaine cowboys, the yeah. the Taki team, you know, with the mob or whatever it yep. was, the Dan yep. Barry Thrashers the or something. The A yep. 
or ECHL team or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Yeah. So this one here, yep. uh, the, the, they do that type of stuff really good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, they had one. They, they had a good one on baseball, uh, upper deck, and the uh, the baseball Just, cards. Like it, when they it, first it, came out, that one was no, good. It's too. Not saying it's not so much like a documentary, but do you guys watch those? The toys that made us. Yes, sometimes. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah. I've seen I, 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 I want another season of that shit. I want like Thundercats. I want like more of that. Yeah, there's been kind of really good ones, those. but they're running through. They're them. running through all those great toys. You know what I mean? They've seen that. You still got, like, watched, still got like like on YouTube. I watched the. I don't know if you guys watch like any shows on YouTube or anything like that, but like. The Game Chasers, they have like a, a little subsidiary channel called the Toy Chasers, and they go around and like buy old G.I. Joes or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Star Wars stuff, or they're like building the, uh, what the hell is that thing from uh, G.I. Joe, the Cobra base? Yeah. They're like buying so, scrap parts and shit like that from people, and you got to watch out for the people just, that uh, with 3D printers or is this, Yeah, it's a YouTube a, it, channel. It's free. They put out a show like once a month, once or maybe what twice a month. The the toy chasers. Yeah, it's not a bad little and they go around to like all these different toy conventions and shit like that. Like it's just fascinating to me to watch the shit from like when we were kids and they're like, Oh, the teenage mutant ninja turtles figures that were like more brown than green. Like those ones are worth mm-hmm. so much more money. And like you think about all these toys you had over the years, like that fucking um the remember that monster, the stuffed animal monster with like the giant green nose and the horns, and he had the the wrist straps on that like could break apart, and he like broke the chains and shit like that. I had like three of those damn things, and the other day I saw them on eBay. They're going for like fifteen hundred bucks a piece from way back hmm. in the day. Like it's crazy to see like some of the stuff you had from your childhood. That, oh yeah, you, know, you just ran into the mud. Oh like, my god! If we sent you guys known. the, did I send you guys the picture in chat? It, it was like a, a Toys R Us ad, and it was like it had the Transformers, He Man, GI Joe, and this vintage ad. And I'm just like, man, times were good. Yeah, that was. There's <laughs> a kid. It was a kid next to the uh, GI Joe aircraft carrier. I'll send it to you guys. It, man, I always wanted that thing, and that thing back then I think was like 109 bucks. See, I was in never like that big on the jokes when I was a kid. Because oh, it was, Bat- it was Batman, so and um, I got all my my uncles hand me down um, Star Wars how stuff. Much under, how much younger you are? I mean, you are you more than us? I'm thirty nine. Thirty nine, Mike. You just had a birthday. Yeah, yeah I'm th- forty three. So 49. I guess I mean, yeah, I guess when Jay and I mean we're a little bit closer, but like I guess when GI Joe was on for us, it was probably mid early eighties. Yeah, see, I was. Yeah, I remember the first big, the first two things that I freaked out that like I had to have was the Ghostbusters house, mm-hmm. and that was a good show, and then in eighty nine the Batman figure line that came out. Okay, I was really right. big into that. Yeah, the and like Batman I movie. Yeah, I remember my parents going and getting the firehouse for Ghostbusters. And I remember that just being like, oh, my God, this is the coolest thing. Like the firehouse was so neat for Ghostbusters. And then I wasn't it had, allowed it had to have like a, It had the, the pole that you. Could yeah, it had the pole down. that they yeah. slid down yep. and it had the little um, driveway for the Ecto one yep. to go in and stuff like that. Like I had that. And then the WWF figures back then was when. um 
Hasbro started making the smaller ones, not those ju- those ones that you guys had as kids. Those things were like little fucking like weapons. Those hard rubber figures that came out that were like yay tall. They were like GI Joe's guys, huh? The wrestling ones. Yeah, yeah. The, I had a Macho Man. I had Ultimate Warrior and a Hogan. Yeah, before and I think Greg the Valentine. Yeah, and then then after <laughs> the that hammer. they started making like the little four inch figures and stuff like that. That's when I got into it and stuff. But I mean, the figures for the WWF back then were like bricks. It was, it was almost like a really hard version of uh, Stretch Armstrong. They were like the Thundercats figures. Remember how big the Thundercats figures were? Mm-hmm. Those were great figures. Yeah, those were the wrestling figures. Like how the hell the kids played Thundercats? I was big into too. The big, fran- the big franchises for me when I was growing up was G.I. Joe Transformers. I mean, 84, I would have been 10 years old, you know, and that shit had just came out. And and that was everything. You know, Star Wars, yeah. of course, sprinkled in throughout the years. Those mm-hmm. that was that was a, this, that was the golden uh, franchise. You know, Transformers, was- Transformers, G.I. Joe were always very accessible. And my parents always gave us that. But man, mm-hmm. Star Wars, the Star Wars toys that we did have, like, you know, I've got pictures of my pops putting together the Millennium Falcon when that released. And then yeah. I had the original Boba Fett that shot the, the rocket launcher. Yeah. Yeah. Buried in a backyard somewhere in Orlando. Man, if, if, if we knew. What is with that? I, and see, that's the thing. Like your generation, I don't understand why they would bury the figures. But for my generation, do you remember The Boy Who Could Fly? That movie? No. Fred Savage was in it, and he used to bury all these little G.I. Joes in the backyard and stuff like that. Like, that was the first time I remember seeing anything about burying G.I. Joes in the yard. I don't know. I think it was just a maybe a, a scenario that you played out as a kid, you know, being yeah. buried alive or... You know, someone dies. You know, carrying out the last rites or I think I've said, Yeah, I think I've said on this on this podcast when my dad had a pellet stove, I was torturing one of the GI Joes as like a villain from like Cobra, and I'm taking him on the little two prong thing, and I put his arms hanging over it, and I slowly lowered him into the fire, and I watched oh, the plastic oh, melt. Yeah. Oh, that's some Sid <laughs> wow. story shit. Well, no, what I, don't, was, I don't remember this. What happened was, I mean, I thought it was just kind of cool to like dangle him in there, and I wasn't, I wasn't planning on doing anything. And then I guess the heat, the plastic just melted so quick that I saw the foot start to drip, and I'm like, well, now I just want to see how this ends. <laughs> so I just oh watching. wow! See, my no, big I- thing was the Joker. I I used everything I could in my house. Like I had mouse trap. That was yeah, part of yeah. like so. Every, when I, I think what, everyone had that, and everyone lost the right. rubber band eventually. Yeah. See, when I played like Batman, I would have the Batcave set up on the other side of the room, and then on top of my bed, I had the um like the Joker's layer set up. And on the Joker's layer, there was like the mousetrap board that I would set up, and the operation uh board game too. So it would be like, haha, Batman, you've got to pull the funny bone out, or Robin gets dropped in the acid like so it's like stupid shit like that but i remember board games being like one of the best uh oh yeah the 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 game with the little bubble in the middle of it that you'd push and it would like yeah it would pop the dice around for you that was another one that i would use like that was always part of joker's regime yeah that's brilliant i know I was this real smart kid, and then I started hanging out with you, Jabrones. <laughs> oh no, there, 
there's oh, many I, I decades see. that have passed <laughs> your trouble days till now, yeah. sir. <laughs> yeah, it just keeps getting worse every day. <laughs> Waiting, I'm like that GI Joe figure. My leg is just drooping, <laughs> like waiting for it getting worse. Uh, are, are, are you still watching Avenue Five? Yeah, yeah. Actually, we just got Dude. we just got to a, a a big plot point change where they get an extra like eight years tacked on to their. <laughs> Well, I'm in. I'm in the next season, and I'm telling, dude, I'm, I'm still saying it to my wife every time we watch an episode. It just keeps getting worse. <laughs> have, have you started it, Tom? No. <laughs> what is it? Avenue Five. What? What services? HBO are Max. HBO oh, okay. Max. Dude, I, some of the writing in this and the comments of like, especially how Hugh Laurie delivers them, and like this woman, like her name is Karen, and she. She finds out that like the captain can't stand her, so she's using this computer to find out all the words. Anytime he's used her name, and she's like, "Oh, he's look how many times he said my name. It's so many." And she's like, "Give better context." And it says him using it in phrases. And he's like, "Jesus, God, Karen." He goes, "He goes. I feel like if you were in hell and you uttered her name, beetles would come flying out of your mouth." But like all these different lines, and it's so funny. Oh my God. The writing is so quick in that show. I'll check out an episode this week. It's it's funny. Yeah, it's and it's short episodes. It's like 20, 30 minutes and stuff like that. So you can get through a couple. I will. I, the issue right, that well, I had in, with, the issue that I had with it was I felt like it was low budget. I've moved past that. It, it's definitely still worth checking. Okay, out. in return, you guys have to watch an episode of Ten Year Old Tom. What on HBO Max? That's the name of it. It's called Ten Year Old Tom. Yes, and it is hilarious. What? Uh, give us a. It's like it's this little kid, and he's it's a comedian. I forget who the comedian is, but he's talking about his life growing up. That it, like one of the big thing, like one of the big things that like cracked me up and made me realize that the show was about me was he met like this hooker, and she had an Akuma tattoo on her arm. She had the symbol of Akuma on her arm. And mm-hmm. I was just like, that's amazing. It's a little cartoon. And it's like, he goes, like, it's picture day at school. And his parents are just like, or his is- mom is just like, you have to get a good picture. We don't want anything like last year. And they show like the picture of his school pictures where he just looks like an idiot in every single one. And they're like, this is our family fucking like dynasty at, at, at stake here. You have to take a good picture. And he like goes to the thing and like that week, the photographer they get is just some weirdo that's like, show me like angry tiger, like show me like fun day on the beach. And then he's just like, no, no, this picture is so important to me. It's a really funny cartoon. You should watch it. It's a cartoon. Okay. Yeah. It's like they're, 20, they're like 20 minute episodes. What's it called? 10 year old Tom. 10 year old Tom. Yeah, and what's it on? Uh, HBO Max. HBO. Okay. It I'm, got I'm renewed watching- for another season. I uh, I clicked on Google just to, to look it up, and it looks like they're like every episode is broken into like two episodes. Yeah, it's like it's like Beavis and Butthead. They're like split. Gotcha. Yeah, so like there it's kind of like the old Looney Tunes, where like there's like two or three episode little things in each you know thirty minute block. Yeah, it's That's it's cool. really funny shit. Seriously. Okay, I'll check it out. Um, yeah. hey, so l- rewinding it really back, and maybe I'll cut and paste it in here so it flows properly with the episode uh, narrative. Mike had spoke about an issue of toy abuse where he roasted some guy, uh, some sort of toy 
on the thing. And when you guys were talking, I was thinking about my issue of toy abuse that I had, you know, back in the days. And this is when I was young too. I had the original Stretch Armstrong. You remember? Maybe yeah. You, heard through it, you know, the little stretchy, you pull it. You yeah, know. I remember. Yeah. I literally just said his name like 10 minutes ago. Did you say it? No, maybe that's <laughs> what maybe you started thinking about the story. Yeah. But then I was talking about the wrestling figures. And I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like slightly more hard or rigid versions of, of like Stretch Armstrong. No, I didn't hear that shit right there. I was probably, you know. Yeah, being you. You know, he's just, you know, not paying attention. Ignoring <laughs> your existence. That's okay. <laughs> That's cool. Hey. I got you. Yeah. No, I, I had one of those, and uh, uh, this might have been like when we had first moved to Florida, so I was probably about four years old. But I don't know. Me and my brother had gotten to an argument, and we had had it, and we had it all stretched out and tied to like a bedpost. And I took a screwdriver, and I always wanted to know what was inside of it. What could make stretch stretch? And I took that screwdriver and thoop, 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 thoop. Hit it a couple times to see what came out of it, and it was like a, a jelly, like a, and it had like speckles. Yeah, and, yeah, it was really nasty. It had little, it was like purplish, but it had little speckles of whatever in it. And then my mother came in and saw what I was doing, and I got one of the <laughs> one of the most memorable beatings of my life because of my actions. And then mm-hmm. they took please it. Tell me, please tell me she was yelling at you in Spanish. No, 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 (laughs) not my subtitles were in Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) There was a little guy on the side going, (laughs) no, no, no. My mother was never really like that. It was my grandmother and my grandmother and grandfather were there. And uh, yeah, I caught, (laughs) I caught a beaten, a beaten of my life of one of a few memorable beatings of my life because i definitely got several they turn around took was it because you was it because you damaged a toy you owned or is it because she thought you were murder like physically trying to murder something i don't know i think it might have been a combination of both there was no reason for me to destroy this toy because my actions made this toy totally destroyed and someone had bought it for me so how selfish Mm -hmm. What a fucking, this is like some traumatic shit. Cause I did get okay. my ass whooped for it. All right. Well, I got one for you. Sure. Share your, okay. share your story. Or one of, of those. Abuse. One of them. Sure circle. And, and my dad will appreciate this one. Super Mario brothers two. When it came out, I remember my parents going to Sears and buying it because we had the Nintendo at the time. And my dad opened up the top of the game and he left the cellophane on it. Now, I don't know if you guys remember, like, back in the day, the Nintendo, like, cellophane was, like, really, it's not, it's, it was, like, the the same packaging as, like, kind of like now, where it's kind of flimsy once you cut it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Like, it'll fall off easy. And I can remember getting the game and, like, watching my dad play it. And, like, at first, like, nobody knew Super Mario Brothers 2. You know, you played the original Mar you played the original Mario game, you jumped on things heads, the turtle shells came out, whatnot. You play Super Mario Brothers 2 for the first time, you jump on something's head and it starts walking around underneath you. Right. And this is the one that you gotta pull the things up in the magic <laughs> yeah. doors with the put yeah, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So my dad, you know, I, I I'm assuming he didn't know if he was gonna keep it or whatnot. I was like, oh, this game's so cool. I picked it up. I picked up the box and when I picked up the box, the cellophane fell off. And my dad was like, 
what the hell are you doing? Why are you touching that? Like, and I was like, it fell off. He's like, it didn't fall off. You took it off. And I remember being like, oh my God, like, what the hell did I do? And my dad was like, fine, you want to screw up my stuff? He went in my room and I had the Ric Flair and Larry Zabisco tag team pack from like AWA wrestling where like Ric Flair came with the robe and Larry Zabisco. This is action figures. These are little action figures for wrestling. And I remember my dad walking in the room. He picked up Larry Zabisco and he ripped the arm off of him. But like when he ripped the arm off, it wasn't just like the arm came off and you could click it back in. He broke like the nub off of it and he goes there now i broke something of yours and like walked out <laughs> of the room and went oh. back to playing mario brothers and i kept that figure i wasn't allowed to throw it out that figure was kept as a reminder to me not to touch other people's things <laughs> and i kept that figure do you still have this figure now no not anymore but i mean i remember because i learned my lesson well what happened to that figure uh, it's worth a lot of money nowadays if you still had it. And it's no, no, un- no, but no, but what, what, what no, what, no, 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 no. That's I had to keep Jay's playing saying. with it. No, that's not what Jay's saying. Yeah. What point did you part with that figure? Because I got to tell you, I still have some, I have an original, the G.I. Joe Vamp Jeep. I have that okay. the original really. This shit is a piece of shit. It only has one wheel. It's been painted over with like nail polish and three different types of fucking paint. It's on your front lawn for years. It, no, no, I mean, it's a toy. It's a fucking piece of yeah. shit, but I won't get rid of it because it's like a fucking memory. So like mm-hmm. this right here, this is like, uh, uh, obviously it's stuck with you. It's, it's a core it did, memory. But I lost it when we moved. Oh, okay. Like it, so was, it was lost in a move. Yeah, that I didn't have it anymore. But I mean, I remember that one. And then I remember when I was a kid, I got an awesome foosball table for Christmas. And I was like super pumped about getting this super cool thing. And for some weird reason, I don't know why, but I decided to walk across it. With the stand on it to get up on the table and walk. I have no idea why, but I decided I was going to walk across it. Were you with someone at that time? No. No, no I was a little all- kid. I was like five or six, seven years old, something like that. I decided I'm going to try to walk across this thing. And it snapped, and I fell between the bars. Like, yeah. my neck was stuck in the bars. <laughs> and I remember my dad beating me as, <laughs> as my head was stuck in it. And then he had to pry me out <laughs> of the damn thing. Did he beat you after you got out? Yep, I got beaten both times. Nice. Nice. Yep, before and after on that one. <laughs> you deserved every lick. <laughs> yeah, I did because that was a damn good foosball table. Uh, it was, it was. Yep. Gotcha. All right. We've all abused some toys, some good stories. Appreciate that. Mike, what are yeah. you looking at? But you were just talking about how I could 3D print things and we're talking about old toys that I have. And we were talking about it. So I, I still have my original Optimus Prime. Like mine it has all mm-hmm. of it. The only things I don't have are the two fists that go in his chest when he transforms as the car. Um, and like you're mm-hmm. talking about, I'm like, oh my god, there I could literally go. print and you make sure my could. own fists. You sure could. We'll have an update. If anybody, if anybody needs a fisting, it's you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. All right. So we're two days away from Thanksgiving. We're at the very 
tail end. This is the the end segment of this this episode. <laughs> what mm-hmm. else do we need to talk about really quick? I don't know. I kind of shot my wad with those two stories. That's all that's really happened this week for me. Did you? Not going to lie. All right. Not going to lie. Mike, Mike, you got anything? Um, no, because all I can I'm think good. about is fisting now. I played some games. Uh, oh, that... here we go. Oh, <laughs> the new Pokemon game and the glitches? Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> if we're talking uh, about games, you go ahead. Fluff up your pillows. <laughs> yeah. Dim, dim <laughs> those lights. All right. Well, we'll skip that. <laughs> yeah. Get Never mind. <laughs> That's how this show originally started. Now it's like we put people to sleep if we talk about it. Now he walks off. Yeah. Such professional. There he goes. Yeah, I think it's even funnier that he's got that white tiger in the background. (laughs) The (laughs) white tiger? Yeah, what is that about? Well, did he say his son sleeps in that room? Maybe that's his sleeping toy. That's his little cuddle buddy? Yeah. (laughs) That makes sense. All right. Of course he's white. All right. I'm pretty sure this is the end of the episode. I mean, we could uh, shocking (laughs) change in Disney leadership. That was unexpected it was it was i didn't realize these guys were hurting the way that they're hurting but i guess cool i bet you they're gonna fire a bunch of fucking people they already fired another one his his right hand somebody named uh kareem daniel i got nothing i don't know yeah it should be a, a, a new change for disney i don't know it'll be interesting see what happens fucking a i've laughed in ways that it's hurt tonight you're welcome yeah, I appreciate it. All right, so two days before Thanksgiving, we're going to end this fucking episode because okay. we're all out of fucking gas. I hope you fucking guys have a good Thanksgiving. And you too. We'll, we'll catch you soon. Enjoy your fajitas. Your no, turkey I'm fajitas. I'm fucking fajitas. <laughs> fucking. Hey, so are you cooking dinner, Mike? Or are you? what are you guys doing? Yes. You're cooking, cooking dinner, dinner yourself? Okay. Deep frying turkey again? Deep frying turkey. Yep, making um, some homemade yep. stuffing. We're going over to Erica's friend's house. She's a chef, and she's making our turkey. Oh, okay. So that'll be nice. I hope I hope they don't try to like do what fancy restaurants do and like up, church it up so much that it doesn't taste like classic Thanksgiving. I hope you get a classic Thanksgiving. Yeah, me too. I'll try to order it that way. Oh, well, we injected this one with champagne a la Vraj, yeah. and uh, we put a little uh, thyme and and uh, cucumber mixed with eucalyptus on the top of the turkey to give it a succulent flavor. And you're like, the fuck does this taste like? Yeah, I hear you. Um... <laughs> Tom is so fucking checked out. I'm so exhausted, dude. Oh, Honestly, like it, it has been so oh. like hectic, and then I'm still fighting the sinus infection that I've had for six months now. Like, I'm just over it. I'm just over it. All right, fair enough. All right, mm. thanks for listening. Catch you next yeah. episode. Hey, I guess.